guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ, I'm here with Dan and Colin, and uh, we're here with a very special episode of the Big Blue United Podcast. It is the 100th episode of the Big Blue United Podcast. So I just want to say congratulations to you guys um, for sticking it out this long with me, doing it, talking to the people. Hey, I mean, I this year it got a little better, so... Maybe it's only up from here. I don't think we might plateau, but I don't know if we're going directly downhill. So that's that's uplifting. Yes. And Dan. All right. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Good. I'm glad we got that accomplished. Dan. That's so that's th- thanks for that, Dan. Hopefully we have a little more from you during the pod. But if not, that's OK. Uh, I'm on some new medication. And it makes me never stop talking. So, uh, you know, I can keep going if you want me to. Wait, 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 wait. That, you needed. Wait, did you ask me a question, or did you ask me to? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I, you know, I just wanted you to uh, reflect upon our time together on this podcast. That's all. And oh, the only thing I had to say episode? was, is this a hundred, hundred hours? Where have you been the last thirty-five seconds when I started the podcast? <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to share with our our listeners the kind of smut that you guys speak about, but after a certain point, my ears I have to turn off. I can't intake the filth coming out of your guys mouth before this podcast starts so i just turn off my ears to to preserve my place in heaven while you guys will be toiling with satan in the depths of hell oh. after you die all right uh, yeah. if there is even one or the other oh uh, you know i don't that's, that's that true. remains to be seen yeah. um, T- as usual, i mean colin's guys, there first i think tj used to go to church every sunday so he's probably got a couple more years of this behavior but colin you're already there i've been there <laughs> yeah yeah, nothing can save us now. <laughs> this is a terror. This is the worst opening I think we've ever had. The hundredth episode, and I'm and Dan, and then and then right after I say hundredth episode, Dan's like, "Is it the hundredth episode?" <laughs> and we're talking I'm about heaven and hell. <laughs> I'm starting to think we should just do this over. Honestly, it's so bad. <laughs> Let's just do it over. It was terrible. It's so bad. Okay, I think it's good. I think it's great too. We, we can no, keep no, going. We can we can keep going. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. Yeah. I know we're gonna keep no, let's going. talk about it. Let's talk about it more. <laughs> let's take a vote. We need uh, to get people to write in emails live, and I'll pick them up for the well, we episode. Do, well, you know, we got we got to do a live stream again. That was fun for the uh, the draft. You know, maybe we'll get on that again this year. But who knows? I Perhaps. don't know. Maybe. Anyway, please follow Big United Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, guys. You can follow us on Twitter, BBU Podboys with the Z. Uh, I'm not going to get anything to there because I was getting myself in a little trouble on Twitter uh, the past few days. Um, I was oh, bored I, again. I didn't see. I mean, what, what what's the latest? Ah, you know, nothing major. You can check it out. Just follow us. You got to follow me, bro. Us. Oh, what's me, the handle? Us. BB Popos of the Z. Nice. Cool. You know that. Um, as usual, please download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. And our sponsor this week is Nevin Eyewear. Come on. Going to uh, put our new shades on. Dude. Everybody, I just watched the Terminator watch. again for the first time. Dude. I think I love these sunglasses. They're polarized. They're awesome. They're quality. Uh, the lenses are great. I, I I've been enjoying this a lot. The only regret that I have buying these sunglasses is Nevin makes some like really yeah. cool different sunglasses that are like all different like crazy styles and they're all really fashionable and awesome. But I, you know, me being the person I am, I went with black on black. But don't be fooled yeah. by. Our, our our cowardice in our in our choices of sunglasses because there are bold statements you can make with Nevin eyewear if you need to. Yeah, we're we're modeling 
uh, poorly the, the offers there. If you if you like those like eighty style like Nick Swisher baseball uh, just high flying colors, they got those a futuristic like Blade Runner style yeah sunglasses um, all sorts of colors. They give you a koozie and a and a, and a bottle opener because that's the kind of people they are over there. These are these are party sunglasses for sure. Um, we just chose the most boring ones possible because we're uh, over the hill. I no, 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 no. This is not a. This is not going to be a negative. We went with Men in Black classics. Men we're classic. Yeah. we're just classic. This, this is this classic. is a Clubmaster style. I don't know. I went with gold. Yeah, I I got the same, but with silver. And it's glorious. Walking around Manhattan, I look like I belong there. I think these yeah, are the... called Doom, which is a variation on the John Wayne, which is a little bit more fun of a, of, of one. But these are these sunglasses are great and uh, well priced, good materials. Yeah. As I said, the, the lenses are really where it's at for me. I have Ray Bans, and I actually like wearing these more, and they're about sweet. half the price. Yeah. So no, these are sweet. Um, definitely, guys, check out Nevin Eyewear. Go use promo code Big Blue. Get 50% off a pair of sunglasses right now. NevinEyewear.com. Again, it's promo code Big Blue. All right. Yeah, get some of those flying colors one without like remember the one that didn't have the uh the bridge and it just yeah. like, yes. like lens. Yes, that was the sweet man. I love those that things one. rule. That's like some said, uh, some Star Trek stuff going on. I right? almost pulled like LeVar Burton style. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, a little Jordy LaForge. Yep. I uh I almost picked those up, but I was just like, man. I know these are going to be cool and I want to wear them. And I just didn't want to like, you know, have those fun sunglasses to wear like once or twice a year when I'm doing something silly. Oh, I might, yeah. I might go back and get, get, get a pair of those. Yeah, why I, yeah I might actually bad. too. I might get another one too, just cause, uh, yeah. why not? I do need a, yeah. some more fun sunglasses. Spice it up, man. No, no one's going to, you know, what are we, who, what are we trying to prove to anyone? I'm getting old now. What do I yeah. have to lose? You know, I wore black my whole life. I've tried to add a little color into my, uh, my wardrobe recently. With dark blue. Okay, yeah, some dark blue, some some white, <laughs> some gray, <laughs> some gray. I have an orange Knicks shirt. Stop it. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen you wear orange ever, ever. My whole life, I don't know. No, I don't remember. I, I don't think so. You. Um, Giants guys, should we start with our boy Kenny Galladay? Yeah, I mean, nothing about this is surprising. I guess the the surprising thing is the timing of it. I would have figured it would just be March 15th and we would ah, be cut. So he's not actually cut yet. No, that's what they said. They said yeah, it's going to be – they already let him know that March 15th, you're cut. Oh, because I was reading that that was actually not true and that they haven't decided whether or not to do pre or post June 1st, which changes the numbers uh, involved. So um, let me just go over it real quick and then we can give our okay. opinion. But just if they cut him yeah. pre-June 1st, they get what everyone has been, you know, talking about. $6.7 million in cap space, $14.7 million in dead money. After June 1st, you're going to get $13.5 million in cap space, but you will carry over $6.8 million in dead money into the next season. Mm. Um, so I don't know exactly where they should go, but I wanted to say one more thing about Kenny Galladay as a goodbye tribute to him yeah. in that – the Giants still owe him $4.5 million right now. So he ha- will have made $40.5 million over two seasons, which works out to be $942,000 a catch, $68,000 a yard, and of course, $40.5 million per touchdown. Just Thanks, one. Dave. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> you know what? Uh, let's look at it from the other view. I almost want to commend Kenny Galladay and his agent 
for securing the bag when they both knew he shouldn't. And you know what? Making us look like fools in the process. Bravo to the both of you. I'm actually kind of proud. So, yeah. like taking advantage of Dave Gettleman was was a real stretch or a real difficult thing to do. Yeah, I know. He With was just like, binders. "Oh, well, this this guy's this. They say this guy should get paid the most money. Let's do it." Yeah. Dude, I don't need to watch film. Thirty-six million dollars for forty-three catches. Pretty incredible. Well, yeah, I'm saying they still owe money, so it's more going to be more than that. Oh man, uh, everything 40... I, I saw said that they're definitely cutting him on the 15th. Yeah, I, I read otherwise. So I mean, um, I guess what would what yeah. would you what would you guys do though if if you had the option? I'm just curious because you know either you do it now, it's over. You never have to think about him again. You do it later, you get a little more money. You know, potentially you can spend all what you had in free agency. Use the 13.5 to sign your draft picks for injury insurance moving forward. So I don't think it hamstrings you at all in terms of who you can go after in free agency now. But uh, I think the more sticking thing is that he's, he's still getting dead money next year. Yeah. Yeah. But if he doesn't have to be a walking billboard for it, walking around the facility, then that's one more thing. And I, that's why I think they'd be leaning towards just you know, ripping the bandaid off on the 15th and just being done with it. I mean, what's six, $7 million in the whole scheme of things We're, we've been screwed for the last couple of years. Anyway, uh, just get him out of the building. I think it, it's, it's time to, to get some new blood in the, and, and just kind of move on from it. Just try to get as rid of as many of the mistakes of the Gettleman era as possible to kind of uh, exercise the demons, if you will. Yeah. I mean, um, good riddance. Yeah. What a, what a, what a, what a, is it, where does this rank on worst signings in history? I, it's got to be in the top 10. I'd say top 10, too, as well. But maybe maybe higher, potentially. Could be top I mean, five. Yeah. At least the Nate Albert Hainsworth-Washington deal was, yeah. was probably my number one, I think. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Well, speaking of free agents. Um, I mean, do you want to, we, 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 need to, we need to discuss Daniel Jones as well. Before we head into the it's free agents, column. certainly. Yeah. I mean, we it's have, it's have... the biggest. Daniel okay. Jones is the biggest story. Okay. I I, I was trying Giants. to not just automatically lean into it like we always do. So, but you know, damn me. You know what? I you know I feel the same way, man. And and I don't want to spend you know every episode talking about Daniel Jones, but this is a Giants podcast. Your quarterback is a free agent, and it's yeah. the biggest news right now. So you I have know. to touch on it. Sure. Um, I'll just mention that we've heard that the forty-five million dollar number is a leak from his old agency CAA to quote, make him look bad. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, wrap up. I forget who journal non maybe uh, reported that the number would be less than that, but probably still start with a four. So, I mean, does it really matter in the end of this? Where wh What's going on in this situation? What's your read? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I believe that story. I still think he's going to be asking for, somewhere near 45 million per year based on everything I've heard. Um, it's certainly, you know, not great business practice to, to, to leak something like that. Um, but I don't think he's going to do a hometown discount or anything like that either. Um, my read on the whole situation, is that the question? What's or, your read on the situation and the and the money for the contract? Do you believe that it's fake, or do you believe that the number approaches what the leaked number was? Do you believe he yeah. should get he would sign for less than that? I don't think he's like forty five or I'm out, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it's near forty five. 
I mean, it's one of those kind of things. You think about it. You go in, into a negotiating situation for yourself. You're not going to lowball yourself. You might as well start high and, and, and yeah. be okay with coming down. So, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that Jordan Renan uh, thing as well. And it, he, he thinks it could be anywhere from like 38 to 42 is like the range, I guess. Which, a 38 sounds a hell of a lot better than 42. But, uh, I don't know. It's... I'm getting kind of fatigue from it all, and I, I want it to be figured out sooner than later. And you know, seeing well, we're going to know next week, that, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, seeing some of the interviews that Joe Shane was was going through with the combine, it was it was interesting to see how he was talking about it. I mean, didn't and, he just straight up say that Daniel Jones was going to be the quarterback next year? Uh, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. But I mean, what else are you supposed to say? I mean, I don't know. Be lying he's, too. Yeah, he's yeah. not Dave Gettleman. He's not telling every other team his entire offseason plan. You know, yeah, I believe yeah. there are there is smoke screen and stuff like that going on. Yeah, too. to me that insinuates he's going to give at the very least one of the franchise tags. And my question to you is, why wouldn't we do the non-exclusive franchise tag? So that he can negotiate elsewhere. I mean, I don't have any problem with it. I don't think that they should pay him forty million dollars a year. Right. Even. But I mean, isn't in any universe where someone would sign him off the, the non-exclusive tag and we'd get two first round picks like the That's biggest coup in history. I mean, that's that like rule. the biggest no brainer that ever, ever happened. What is, what is the number for that tag? It's the, uh, it's the same. It's the same price, I think, but I think, uh, I think it's say. a little lower because you can sign a non-exclusive franchise tender is one year, uh, NFL contract, the average of the five largest prior years. Okay. So it's the same for the players at that position at which a franchise player participated in the at most plays during prior league year. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's the same. I mean, yeah, I guess you could, but I don't see the difference if, you know, you have to give up two first round picks or you can't go bid at him at all. And it's the same number that really doesn't change the situation though. Right. No, I mean, I, I feel like if, if Joe was sitting in here right now and he was being really frank with us, he'd sort of be feeling the same way that we are. I mean, like, yeah, do they like him a lot, both him, the, the front office, and, and the staff? They probably like him a fair amount. They might like him more than we give them credit for, but I think they're very well ready for all the other options. I mean, he's Shane said stuff about plan B, but that was within, you know, franchise tag or re-signing him. I'm sure, you know, the, the have seeing him walk out the door is, is very much so a possibility. And... Um, there's going to be a plan for it. I mean, if people are really going to be trusting and and feeling good about this new regime and this GM, let him cook, for lack of better yeah. words. Let it. Rip. Here's my question to you guys: what What do you think? Like taking away, you know, how good of a guy he is, and you know the the lack of talent around him, like Daniel Jones in a vacuum. What decision on him is best for the giants ultimately um i i don't i can't see paying 40 million dollars for him and, and i'll tell you why and and i and i looked this up today and the last five super bowls have had seven different quarterbacks and the only quarterback making more than 40 million dollars who played in those super bowls was patrick mahomes yep. in the last one so what that tells me is either you have patrick mahomes who is you know potentially the best quarterback to ever play the game um or you have a guy in his rookie deal or, you know, you have someone, you know, Brady was playing on a lesser contract than he probably could have gotten from them. Um, I think, yeah, the only person 
Brady was $28 million when they won. Nobody else even came close. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo was like up there too in the 20s or something. But what is that? I mean, like there's data right here. What does that show you? Yeah. It's just like you're going to throw money at this guy and then your your roster already sucks. Like the Giants have just been perpetual yeah. hell. Like we had the worst roster and the worst cap situation and have just been in a rut. Like you're going to go ahead now and admit that it's not rebuilding by giving this guy $40 million and your roster is already bad. I think it's just time to admit that we're not as good as we think we are and and we need to you know really rebuild from the ground up and do it the right way and not just kind of be stuck in purgatory. Yeah, no, I, I'm with that 1,000%. Yeah. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you get a free bet back. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with promo code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. I I have a question for the both of you because I, I feel like this would be very interesting. And it's two-parted. Um, the first is, remember that article that I sent you the other day, of uh, that incredibly damning article that it was just like all the stats spelled out of how bad and how much regression has actually been had on, on how he's Jones actually had a worse season this season yes. than he did yes. prior. Yeah. Outside think... of the red zone, though, make sure we're not, you know, well, specifying. Yes. Yes. We, yes, and they said that in that article as well. He's had a, a, a very large uptick in the red zone, but I think that's more about coaching and scheme than anything else. But anyway, um, do you think there's ever a scenario that, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think if there would be, like, is there a conversation that's ever had where, on the board are all of those stats from that article. And you have Daniel come in the room and you ask him, why should we give you $45 million? Look at these stats right here from the last two years. What do you say about that, Daniel? I'd be, I'd be so curious to, to know what, if, if you could do that in negotiation or what, like yeah. how, how adversarial does it get? Cause that seems quite adversarial to me. Well, I don't I think mean, Daniel it's, Jones it's says like, anything in this. Yeah, I think he's the kind of guy that has well, his agent do everything. Okay, we'll change the. But no, no. But in the hypothetical, in the hypothetical, I I don't know. I I would think Daniel Jones would say it's uh it's about the work he put in, about being the first guy in, about being a leader, um, about you know putting his you know career on the line by rushing like an idiot whenever he gets the chance and not protecting his body, uh, by winning over the fan base, by you know, the, the not getting you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. By, by surviving full bloom love of David Gettleman. <laughs> um, Cause if he, he can't, he just can't point to the stats. If they get an argument about stats, he's going to, f- there's no way you can draw up any of the stats that would be commiserate with the amount of money he's expecting. And, 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 you know, obviously we have to acknowledge that salary caps are going up. Quarterback salaries are going up. Um, but if you compare him to anyone in the top 10, in the NFL as far as uh, statistically or, or popular like conception of quarterback, he's, he's not as good as any of those guys by a long shot. Um, 
he so he might usually in these negotiations you have to draw parallel like player comps and and he's Mike Tannehill. Well, yeah, or or, or Matt Mike Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you yeah. know, Daniel himself might even be. Uh, you can harken back to a uh, not so uh, long gone quarterback that didn't have the greatest stats of all time, but we somehow won two Super Bowls with him. And he might be like, well, why don't you look at that guy's stats? They kind of sucked for a long time, but you stuck with him. Why yeah. wouldn't you do the same for me? Because that doesn't give you the best chance of winning. I know, but that's his the, argument. The landscape <laughs> has changed too, I feel like, a bit. You know, I don't think and the Eli Giants... was a much better quarterback than Daniel Jones ever was. Eli had 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 situations where he was just so good. And and I don't see Daniel Jones, you know, thriving necessarily in those situations. I mean, how many fourth quarter comebacks does Daniel Jones have? I don't know. Has he ever like thrown for five touchdown passes? No. I mean, Eli Manning almost threw for, for 5,000 yards one season. Do you think Daniel Jones could throw for 5,000 yards in a season? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, they're different kinds of quarterbacks, but still. I, I know. It's, it's just so same. damn tough. I mean, <laughs> and, and Eli comes from a different era, too. I mean, even though it's not yeah. that long ago, it's definitely a changing of hands. So you will see more of these uh, dual threat across the board. It's not the anomaly that, that the Vicks of the world were back in the day. Now it's happening. Every other team has a quarterback like that. So you you called this in middle school, by the way. You told me that. Did I? That that, that when you first saw Michael Vick, you're like, all oh, the quarterbacks are going to be like this one day. It I only didn't took say that. It only took 20 years, but you were right. No, I remember you saying it because I told my dad, and my dad was like, no, no way. It's always going to be a white guy who can't run back there. Like, <laughs> and like fewer words, you know, different words than that. I was like, okay, dad. Yeah, so. yeah. Nope. That's funny. That's that's yeah. funny. You remember that. I do. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I just, I just look at like the Eagles right now and Jalen Hurts get paid $5 million a year and look at the roster they assembled. Well, how it's long does that insanity. last though? Well, he's going to have to get paid too, but Hey, look, their Super Bowl window is wide open right now. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the Giants don't have, you know, if you sign him to this deal, you don't have that opportunity to get, a really good roster together because you're not overpaying your quarterback and you know, you're running back too, which is another conversation, which apparently they're close on uh, a deal is between uh, Saquon and the giants apparently as well. At least that's what I've heard. I mean, I, at this point, I'm just like, I don't want either of these guys to be back on the team. I really don't. Um, well, let me ask you this. If for some strange reason you do hear that Saquon is re-signed, but then you see the details of the contract itself and it's like a hell of a lot more team friendly than you'd expect. How do you feel about that? Sure. I mean, fine. If it's, if it's team friendly, great. I, I think team friendly in this situation with a running back means that you can cut him without dead cap <laughs> at any, at basically any point yeah. because he's, you know, he, he has an injury history. He's going to get more tread on his tires every time he carries the ball. Yeah. And, you know, they, it, at this point, it's just like we talked about the, the, the guys available last week. And there's plenty of people who could come in, put a thousand yards in the ground and, and get you 10 touchdowns or whatever, or, you know, five to eight touchdowns. And you, you pay him two million dollars a year. Instead, you know, you're looking to pay 12 million dollars a year for, yeah, a great weapon, a great player. But it just it doesn't sit right with me to be spending that money. And if, if Saquon was more involved in the pass game then I might potentially, you know, be happier with that number. But it doesn't seem like they're either utilizing him or he's fitting into the scheme. I don't know what it is, but he, you know, he has some success. It's just not what it's it was just, his rookie yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. 
he caught 90 balls his rookie year or something. Yeah, well, that what was... What happened to that? Well, that was mostly dump passes and screens. All the, the Giants do is dump passes. Jones averages 6.7 yards a throw. Yeah, well... I mean, I don't know. You know, you have to spread the ball around to all the other garbage running around out there. <laughs> 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 sorry. Sorry, all of the wide receiver core that we support always. <laughs> That's a rough... Uh... That's a rough room right now. The Giants have a lot of work to do. Yeah, no. no who's a, who's who? What wide receivers are on the roster? Mondale, Hodgins, Hodgins. Uh, I mean, including the the current free agents or the or your, your no no the, like just just literally people under contract right now. I think it's just them. Well, David and Sills is out. <laughs> David Sills is out. Uh, no, Marcus Johnson. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. Uh, I don't think any of those guys are coming back. Yeah, it's possible that 95% of the water, the wide receiver room is going to be completely different next year. Yeah. Oh, oh, to, you Can't know, be worse. Not, not to mention, I don't know. I feel bad because it's, it's inevitable, but I mean, Sterling Sterling's out. I mean, I, I don't imagine him being re-signed unless, you know, no chance, no chance. I don't even know where, I don't even know if he'd go anywhere else or if anyone would pick him up at this point, he could probably get a, like a one year injury off injury deal but my guess is that he'll get hurt again he should probably just retire oh, god i love that guy i want him i know to i love him coach I, I, I love him too man bring him home bring him home like uh like a charles way or a, or a jesse armstead kind of character uh, you know good for the locker room yeah dan's guys dan's, dan's guys. guys yeah coaches coaches should be good for the locker room <laughs> you're right they should <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> it's a very controversial statement yeah right Oh man! Oh, I, I saw on Twitter that uh, somebody was arguing that Darius Slayton could get ten million dollars a year on the open market. Oh, That's I crazy. saw that too. Get out of here! I That's was crazy. laughing, and I was like, "In what reality?" Yeah. I mean, man, what a what a sad story Darius Slayton is. And I like Darius Slayton as, and I like him as a person. I like him as a player, but yeah. like, and he's good. Like, he can create separation. He has yeah. physical tools. You just can't catch the ball. That's your so only job. So unfortunate. Job. Oh man. Um, but yeah, let's uh let's let's move into free agents. Um we did we did most of the offense last week, but we still need to head on tight end and then we'll do the defense. Um tight end wise, guys out there, who are y'all looking at? And do you think Bellinger is the entrenched starter or should they bring someone in to compete with him? I mean not that they not that I, training camp isn't a competition, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that it would be foolish for them to automatically lean into him being the number one. Um, you can have like a one and a one A kind of situation. I don't know what kind of offense that because uh, we think about this. I mean, we've not truly seen the offense that Dable wants to run because I'm sure he's still trying to cycle in players that are like his kind of guys. Obviously, as he's you know heaving the garbage to the to the the curb in the Kenny Galladay's of the world. So. I don't know. I, I look at this list and it's not like the most exciting thing ever. I mean, you see Evan Ingram there, which is hilarious. I mean, I, I, you'd have to imagine that Jacksonville would probably re-sign him just because he had a pretty decent year. Um, I know before we jumped on, uh, TJ, you said Austin Hooper would be a, a dream of yours. I think that would be sort of in line with, I don't know, I feel like it would be a lower level guy, like someone we don't even really know very much. Just cause, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be big star kind of characters. I mean, the Mike Gusecki's of the world are, are great, but I don't know. Do you, do you spend money yeah. on, on someone like that? I don't think you spend 
you know, $10 million on a free agent tight end with this team yeah. where we're at and the production you're getting from Bellinger and other sort of replacement level guys. Um, the only guy that sort of stood out to me, and this is a strange one. I wonder if, if you remember this guy, TJ Collin. Do you remember Tyree Jackson? He was a quarterback coming out of Buffalo. He was like six foot seven. I remember watching him in the combine. I think it was like 2018. Anyway, he's a, he's a tight he's end on Philly? On, on Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And he's just like, you know, he's athletic a restricted freak. free agent, athletic freak yeah. um, who'd probably demand, you know, a million dollar, you know, a year contract. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that like excites me. Like I, I, I don't want to spend $8 million on Foster Moreau or no, you know, Irv Smith, like Irv Smith would be cool, but you're going to have to spend $10 million yeah. on Irv Smith. Yeah. And plus um, you're, you're seeing this, like this tweener stuff happening. I mean, even with us, with, um, um, what's his name? Uh, the tight end that was a former wide receiver that, that played a bunch this year. Number 84. Why well, I can't think of his name. Marcus. Yeah. Cager. Oh. Same, same exact kind of situation. I feel like you're seeing more of that in between guy that you don't have to worry about blocking as much. He's just kind of a taller dude getting out there, but yeah, I mean, uh, to me, tight end, I, I look to the draft, especially this draft. It's super deep at tight end. Um, and I, I wouldn't be against spending, like, again, sort of like a, a third, fourth round pick at the position. Um, or if something falls, I would even take someone with, like, insane measurables, which I think we're about to find out in the combine. There's a mm-hmm. few guys that are, that are, that are like, true freaks. Ooh, I have a fa- I have the a tight favorite. ends in the combine. Yeah. Oh, we're all we're yeah. all on the same page. We're, we're, we'll okay. definitely get to that. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have a favorite in this group because I think we should draft somebody. And I do have a guy in mind, but I think a lot of people have the same guy in mind after his combine uh, performance. But we'll talk about that in a second. Um, anyone else on offense? I think you know. Last week we kind of hit everything. I, I the only position we really didn't talk about was um, left or right tackle, which I don't think we need to talk about. No, I, I think talk about backups and I don't think yeah. that's that interesting. No, no. I mean, Evan Neal had a, had a down yeah. year, but I think it was because it was, he was still learning the ropes. So let him, let him figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on, on, on defense guys, positions in need, I have written down basically just cornerback and linebacker. Maybe you could add edge rusher interior defensive line, but not somebody who is going to be like a starter, more of like a third guy, rotational guy. Anything else you guys think the Giants should uh, should go after? Doesn't uh, seem to be much. That's really the deficiencies. Um, I mean, I, frankly, it's not exactly a, a defensive position, but I, I think we could keep our eyes peeled for a, a good punter. No mm. offense to the Scottish Hammer, gonna, but I, they need a I'm, they need a kicker kick returner too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that that's we'll talk about that later down the line, but it just kind of jumped in my head right now. I mean, you, I think the cornerback and uh, linebackers is definitely number one and two for sure. Let's start cornerback. Dan, who who's your number one? Um, I don't know. I got to look it up. All right, Colin, who's your number one? I mean, just looking at the list right now and how I feel about it. Uh, I'm number one in terms of just pure like uh, talent, and let's get them. No, no, I want, I want, I want to know who the who you think the Giants should go after, not just you know who's the best. Eli got Apple. It. <laughs> oh God, I, I no, hell no, I could never. I don't know, maybe like Man. a Kyle Fuller. Wait. Can we uh, just set the table real quick? Yeah. Uh, set the table. If, if, I like that. Let's assume we are, are giving Daniel Jones a franchise tag, right? Okay. 
which is $32 million. Yep. And we're cutting Saquon. How much okay. cap does that leave us for free agents? Is that like somewhere around like What's tw- 15 20 million? 18 about. 18, right? Mm. So if you for, cut get if you cut Kenny Dolliday pre um yeah. June 15th, which budget, I yeah. think they I think they will. I think they will. Okay, um, so yeah, you have about you have about 15 in total space minus the 32. So yeah. there you are. But I mean, you know, I think, right. you know, right. I don't, uh, sure. I, I don't mind, you know, creating the hypothetical. So just but, just know, to gauge prices. It was yeah, like, sure, sure. You know, because because when we're talking cornerbacks, you can you can sign a free agent cornerback for 15 million a year and then have you certainly can, you know. Um. So and for me, I think as with you guys, my personal preference would be to sign um, a wider like to spend more money on wide receiver with free agency. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Let's, let's let me take a quick look here. I mean, um, I, in my mind, I, I think they could either go two ways here, and one is to go after someone young and spend a little more money, or I think you, there's a few older guys out there that you could maybe have Bridge, who are a big upgrade over Moreau, uh, um, who uh, you could saying, get for less money. You're saying a a true Sam Madison situation. Uh, sure, oh. man, and I, and I think the guy in that situation this year is Patrick Peterson, mm-hmm. who I think looks to get six and a half million. He still can play at 82.5 PFF coverage grade last year. I mean, he's, no, he's older, bad. but Hey, I think that more importantly in, in the whole cornerback, you know, discussion is that Wink Martindale thrives when he has good corners. And if the yeah. giants, if Patrick Peterson can come in and, and immediately be a really solid second option across from a Dory Jackson, who had a, you know, a, a really good year last year. I won't say great, but really good. Um, I think it really opens up your defense and your blitz packages. Cause you know, if you do look at the personnel situations, the giants did have more DBs in the field for more snaps than anyone else in the league. So I, you know, I like that. And then if, if, if they wanted to go in, a, in the other direction, go younger, I think you either have Cameron Sutton or Emmanuel Mosley from San Fran out there. Both had really good years. Mosley's coming off an ACL, but I think that he was really playing super well before that happened. And I think you get him for less money because of it. And he's young. Uh, 26 years old so i mean you might be able to sign him mm-hmm. to like a really team-friendly deal while he proves himself back and i think that that's a really might be a really good investment for them and uh yeah something i mean last year was allowed 32 receptions pretty yeah. decent 44.4 completion really percentage rate i think that you know he he could also be got for seven and a half million dollars a year and he's also you know a really a, a younger guy I, I like both of them personally but it depends on where they want to go i could go either way it, it it gives me anxiety to think about having to try to figure out the acrobatics of the salary cap and trying to sign people. Just, this, just touching on it a little bit like this, Dan, with your scenario, makes me w- want to go, you know, pull a blanket over my head and cry. <laughs> I think, well, I think what you, you don't even have to look at it from any, you know, lens. I think what you just want to look for. And I think, you know, any situation in life, you're trying to look for the most value for the lowest amount of money. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's where you want to look and, and, you know, do the opposite of Dave Gettleman. Don't just throw money at the number one guy, you know, pay attention to the, to the lower tier guys and, and, you know, make us make, you know, make guesses and assumptions about how maybe they could grow on your squad with your coaching staff. I think that's what good franchises do. Yeah, and yeah, it certainly is. I don't know. How about James Bradbury? You want to bring him back? I mean, he might no. be cheaper. Yeah, hey, you know what? If he if he is cheaper, I wouldn't hate it. I really wouldn't. He had a great year. 
He had a great year. He, I saw him and Darius Slay, yeah. both the Eagles corners in a lot of, you know, top 10, top five uh, quarterbacks of the year lists as, yeah. as uh, the weeks went on. Yeah. He's, he's definitely going to be well over $10 million a year, though. Yeah, um, probably. I think Sport Track only had him at like seven and a half, but he, he might get uh, more just. Well, like, that's how much he's getting now. He's projected yeah. for, for 15. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. Well. I think um, the Giants are paying something like that too. Amazing yeah. how he didn't take a pay cut to stay with the Giants. <laughs> yeah. We got to say that every episode. Um, well, <laughs> of if, I, if, if I'm going based on name only, um, Rocky Sin. Well, Rocky Sin, of course, number one, but number two, Rashad Wild Goose, of course. Oh, Brilliant. yeah, we could forget Rashad, Rashad Wild Goose. Who, who's he play yeah. for? Uh, Washington. Washington. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him play. Who the hell knows? I just I mean, I remember you know, seeing his name. Uh, I, I I do have I do have Fabian Moreau on my list. Of, yeah, of you know the Giants he, actually. That that guy he had some rough games, but he wasn't awful, and I wouldn't count on him as a number two guy. Um, yeah. Although he couldn't play slot either, so he doesn't really. No, but like he's a four, like he's like your fourth, your fourth defensive back or something like that. Yeah, or your fifth or something like Which, that. I don't know. Yeah. You know Six. that's. Maybe off the team. That's what Dan's trying to say. Just I'm know, just saying, team. you know, what, something we've always said was no, you, you need a lot of defensive have enough backs, corners, like... man. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's true. You never yeah, have yeah. enough corners. Yeah. Um, anybody else that you guys, you know, like on this list? Um, well, I said before, uh, Kyle Fuller would, would have been an Kyle interesting Fuller, yeah. One. Well, I'm yeah. just curious. Do you guys think the Giants should should splurge? If they're going to splurge, is this a position to do it? Or, nah, or is there draft. something else? Draft that. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about the draft a lot, obviously, but I feel like in the spot in the draft we're at, this is a position I frequently do in my mocks. A lot of yeah, my drafts yeah. start with a cornerback. Probably the, the vast majority start with a cornerback, sometimes tight end, yeah. sometimes um, like a, a defensive interior. Not a ton of wide receiver late in the draft, late in the first round, unless I no, try All I see mocked like, to them the, is the wide second. receivers. Yeah, but None, nobody I want is there. But like, I'm it, staying away. But we're not going to get into it. Well, yeah. but it, I think this is the kind of situation where you might see a wide receiver sneak in who was projected at two towards the later part of the first, which kind of puts us in line for something like yeah. that. Yeah. The, the trick for me is like, I'm not trying to do like a, a Zay Flowers or. Yes. Um, I agree. Or Downs from North Carolina. Like these two guys that I think are going to be awesome, but they're five foot 10, maybe and 170 yeah. pounds. And uh-huh. like, we've got Wondell Robinson and <laughs> I mean, I guess it'd be cool to have two of them, but um, it's just tinier than them. But I feel like no. we, we need more of a prototypical, you know, larger wide receiver. If we're going to draft. I, that agree. I like I like that idea. I, and then, but I will point out that Shane did say that it didn't matter what the guy's size was. If they can create separation, then we'll get them involved in the offense. Ah, so I know. And that's all like we said before, it could be deception again. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. The reason, I mean, reason I feel like going wide receiver in the first round makes more sense is just because there's less options in free agency for wide receiver than there are cornerback. Yeah. But, but that being said, I think probably there's better cornerbacks to be picked at that spot than wide receivers too. Yeah. So it's kind of a, kind of a conundrum of a place to be for a team that desperately needs wide out help. And there's really not like a ton of it available, like either in free agency or kind of like where you are in the draft, unless you do did want to go for a smaller guy, which I'm with you guys too. I, I'd rather get a bigger body personally. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you guys yeah. think about inside linebacker for a free agent list? Um, well, there's only one name that everybody's talking about. This is uh 
Tremaine Edwins, who was yep. a former Bill. So, you know, that's half the free agents they sign are, are former Bills. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, just being a prototypical off-ball linebacker, just something the Giants have, like, really needed and never have had. It's essentially, another reason why they had so many defensive backs um, out there. You know, he can cover. He can rush the passer. His run defense needs a little work. But I think that at the projected $10 million a year, um, I think this is probably the most likely scenario of all the free agents we spoke about is that you're going to pair him with one of your more downhill guys and McFadden or Beavers. And you're, you know, going to be able to finally, you know, have linebackers out there on third down, which the giants have not been able to do. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I could see easily inside linebacker being the one position that we pay the most for in free agency, whether that comes to fruition will to be seen, but I feel like it's a, it's very recognizable that this has been a, a point of weakness for since Antonio Pierce, basically. I mean, not to put uh, Blake Martinez down, but that was not a long enough tenure to really, I don't know, figure him to be one of the better ones in the last hey. 20 years. Hey, didn't didn't he lead the league in tackles one year? Uh, yeah, like with 160 something or yeah. something. So, would you say that he he did catch them all? Oh God, you no. Know, <laughs> nice. You know, <laughs> power to him with the Pokemon stuff because he was doing it while he was playing, and he basically just was. Just, he saw the writing on the wall and the money in the bank, and he quit the Raiders basically because he could get more money elsewhere and i don't know if he's just trading and selling or if it's from his own collection or something but that that's one of the stranger uh you know side stories of this offseason I, I guess it beats getting blasted in the head over and over again well he's he went to stanford he's no dummy so i guess he figured this i should probably figure out what my next thing is for the rest of my life so i have power to him it's all good i i it was kind of a bummer how how he went out. I'm sure it was just a scheme thing, and they didn't want to pay him. That's fine, but it was kind of a a little I, bit of a downer. I have I have a new theory about it, and it's that he didn't. They took the green dot away from him, and he got all butthurt about it and wanted <laughs> to quit the team. That's my that's my theory. You know, you're you're probably not wrong, and that's insane because Wink Martindale's defense predicates around the fact that safeties are normally the guys calling the plays because that's just how he rules it. What's wrong with that? Just figure it out, man. Like be a leader. Guess it didn't work out. You know, he uh, he wanted to be uh, Raichu, but he was just Pikachu. You know? <laughs> Pika. I don't. I, that 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 was easy. I wish I knew more Pokemon. Yeah, I, I, don't I feel know. like my daughter would absolutely love Pokemon just because she loves like naming animals. Mm-hmm. It's always talked mm-hmm. about animals' names. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else inside linebacker? I mean, obviously Tremaine Edmonds is is I think what everyone's talking about. Who else do you guys like? I think there's people out there better than him. I think there's people that. Could I make mean, sense too coming in that are more vet and a veteran. Yeah, than, I mean uh, the, the one that stands out most to me, just because of the draft pedigree, is Devin Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously hasn't performed to his draft position, but yeah. I still think he's a, a really good athlete. And if you know he, you can sign him around three million dollars a year. That might be, you know, based on the evaluation, might be someone to go after. He's twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't have like non-existent production and yeah. he was relatively healthy. Maybe he um, needs to be in a better situation. Who knows? Yeah. It I mean, seems Pittsburgh to me that if you're a, a linebacker system, but... on the Steelers, <laughs> is no, there no, a better but, I mean, like, he, he's not I don't know, off the top of my head. He's not the biggest 
middle linebacker. No. Isn't he a smaller type? That could work better for a 4-3. Yeah, he's he's an off-ball linebacker. Which well, the there Giants, you go. I, maybe yeah. a 3-4 typical is just not where he needs to be. Who knows? Hmm. Possible. I think uh, Deion Jones is another guy who's pretty much exactly like Devin Bush in that scenario, yeah. who didn't have a great year, but has good athleticism, good pedigree, some production that could come in for cheap, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. The only guy I have on my list is uh, Levante David. Of course, that's the, the, these are like the automatic names right here. Who is old? However, yeah. um, he's probably better than Edwards, Edmonds rather. Um, mm. I don't know where you want to go if you want to bring in a vet like that, but who is going to be expensive, but yeah. not be around I'm, for a while. I I'm would just, prefer yeah. not to sign a, a guy like that, but I think you really need to upgrade this position. So if if you're in, if you end up having to go to an older, you know. Guy, I, I'm not against it at, at this position, especially. Yeah, I, I'm just so with where this team's at. I, I it would really have to be a perfect fit to give an older player a big contract. Sure. You know, um, and especially I guess at, at linebacker, I don't, I just don't see like putting having a lot of money a lot allotted there is necessarily wise. But mm. if we're talking Our- about it position by position, it's definitely worth discussing. Uh, diving a little bit, you know, we'll dive further down the line when we go really deep into the draft. But like, is there any exciting uh, inside linebackers that could be in the early rounds that you've seen in your, your mock drafts? I've not really dug into that position yet. Yeah, there's a bunch. Um, I got their names escape me at this point, but I figured we, we would do. I mean, I, could, I guess I could pull it up. I mean, you don't have to pull it up. I'm just, this is kind of riffing. Like, is, the, is there a, uh, a possibility of not worrying about spending the money in free agency on a player like that? And then maybe uh, focusing in the draft more than anything yeah. else? Because... Yeah, I, I think there's, there's some interesting options in the second and third round at linebacker cool. specifically. Um, like really athletic guys, guys that can cover, and they're not so much, you know, run stuffers. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think this is there's a, there's a few 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 dudes that I, I would keep an eye on for second third round. Picks oh in the man, draft. especially it's if we funny. Can, yeah, we we it's just like going to position uh, by position right now, and we're not even doing all of them. It's so clear where our minds are in terms of uh, you know not focusing on the free agency as much. Uh, I mean, granted, it, it's kind of like what we're given, too. You look down on the list, and it's not like it any position in particular screams anything exciting. Like, there's not that one guy that's just like, oh, you definitely need to pick him up, you know? Like, it's just not yeah. like that. It's just always just free agency is a way to, like, overspend your cap money, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it's never going to work. It, 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 it doesn't always work out in your favor, and it, and it kind of rarely does. And maybe rarely is not the right word, but... I don't know. I, I just feel like our team is just nine draft picks is not going to fill this roster uh, with enough talent to no. make you competitive. So I don't know. I just feel like at, at this point, if we can bring in at least a couple high quality free agents, um, whether it's, you know, wide receiver, cornerback, inside linebacker, I, I think, you know, you're going to have to spend some money at least at one of those spots if you want to, you know, be successful. The one well, thing, too, is like, you know, I really hope they do get the wide receiver core squared away because if Daniel Jones does come back, yeah. I would really love to go through a season without people having to be like, well, his wideouts are bad. Yeah. His wideouts, well, uh, you know. 
That's a very good point. I mean, I'm sick, that, I'm sick of it. I'm, that, I'm bored of it. Bored it's got to it. it's got to be a point of uh, of contention for for Shane as well. I mean, it's it, in that interview today. He was like, I, I didn't even see the first part of it. He alluded to questions about wide receiver when he was discussing Daniel Jones, and I was just like, all right, he must be hammered with that. Then um, he knows he's no he's no dummy, and he's got to do something to make it a little bit better because it just wasn't cutting it this last year. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, I've never been like kind of more nervous in an off season than, than I feel now. And because I, I, I kind of, you know, assumed things were going to go a certain way and, and I was really taken aback by kind of how things are going now. So I don't know. I, I, I really hope that I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to put my trust in Joe Shane though, because yeah. what else can you do right now? Yeah. Can you do much? Um, no, I'm super excited. Wanna, yeah. Yeah. Are you excited? I mean, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong, but I'm scared that we're going to put the team together that, is you know i mean we're still rebuilding right well that's, that's the thing you got to keep that in mind this might not be a this year thing this might yeah. be a next season or the season after ultimate kind of thing i know you well no it's next season if anything it's that's season. hard it's just been hard for i think you know a lot of fans and and maybe not myself included but sometimes because you did win a playoff game last year so it's sort of like while you know you're rebuilding it's still tough to like admit that we're not going to maybe win a playoff game next year and that's yeah. fine because yeah. it needs to be thinking further down the line than that. Yep. You know, and I, I don't think a lot of people like to do that, unfortunately. It's big picture stuff. I mean, we're, we've been in the hole for so long. It, you can't expect it to automatically turn around. Yes, you see some teams turning it around in a year, and that's what this league is built on. Parity. I get it. But it doesn't happen to everybody every year. So You're right. I mean, it happened to us last year. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's plenty of teams who are horrible, have a good year, and are you know regress the next year. It's not out of the question at all. Huh. Uh, yeah. Wait, are the 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 uh, the Rams ears ringing right now? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. The, wait, the three linebacker names for you guys that that I like in the second and third rounds: mm-hmm. Trenton Simpson, mm-hmm. Demarion De Overshawn on from te- Texas, and Drew Sanders from Arkansas. Cool. That's a name. I think Trent Simpsons might um, sneak into the first round. Yeah. He might. He might. But I've been seeing him around 60s-ish. Okay. Um, it's going to be a hard pickup for the Giants unless they maybe move around. But that's totally not out of the question either. I think yeah. maybe – what do you think the odds – I mean, I don't know we're not talking about the draft, but while I have it in my head, do you think – what do you think the odds are of, of those two third-round picks being packaged together for something? Uh, I mean – do you think they just – or do you think they want to get the most amount of players they can? I think they get the uh, most players. Yeah, I'm kind probably. Of you, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised if you, you well, if there's going to be trades, it's going to be similar. You know, trading back, not mm-hmm. not trading up. I would acquiring. Think so too. Yeah, I, I I'm that. more inclined to trade out of the first round to get another second and another third. I agree. Um, if you could swing that, I think that'd be great for where we're at. Um, mm. the only way I'd trade up is if, if you want to trade up further in the first round for something mm. blue chip, I'm I don't not going to trade you know, like two, yeah. two thirds to, for a second kind of thing. Yeah. I think they should sit um, where they're at, but if they do trade up, I mean, if you yeah. fall in love with somebody, I get it. You go for it, but full I bloom. don't know if, yeah. I don't know who that's going to be. Full well, bloom love. Obviously. Well, yeah. Full. Yeah. 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 Like me, me, me and you guys. Yeah. Or all of us together. Yeah, man. If, if we all, if we all graduated from Duke at the same time, I, I would follow oh, up man. with too. Oh man. Oh yeah. Um should we should we hit on a little interior defensive line? Yeah. Did I just say inter? Inter. I meant to say interior defensive line. 
Excuse me. You know, this is this is specifically a position where I I think you you know you you're not going to bring get him home. Crazy. Yeah, bring him home. You you get Dalvin and and Linval. Bring him back. Both yeah, of bring them, them both trouble. Back. Bring them both back. Both back. No, no, I, just have an entire defensive line of our former defensive tackles. Get Hankins back too. Hankins, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah resign Ellis. Nick Williams is out there. Yeah, <laughs> be ridiculous. Um, but let's finish this up quick because I, I realized that uh, we we are going yeah, over time. Crazy so, long. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that. Colin, thank you for uh, for letting me know. And I want to thank uh, our wonderful uh, streaming service for updating their software so that the private messages appear on the screen when it's in full screen. Amazing. Nice. That's a beautiful thing. Um, Nick, throw me a couple names out there, guys. Who are we looking at? Uh, I oh, actually, I was, I was you know, serious I, about Dalvin Tomlinson. Oh, oh, really? You want to <laughs> you want to spend that much money? He's going to be expensive, though. I don't know, maybe, but I would spend eight million dollars on a interior. I feel like that's, you already a, have you already have like thirty million dollars devoted to that to, to the line. Uh, I realize Williams yeah. is going to get restructured, but it's like a lot of money to invest in the defensive line. No. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it's pretty important, and we have a really crappy run defense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's truth. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would, I, mean, I would go, I, I would go to, I'd go to Linval, man. The, get the old. Top. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah, get old, get old with, with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan he's, Hankins. He's not even, Thirty. He's not even that old. <laughs> I'll bring back Hankins, man. I don't mind him. I, I, I love him. Um, Hankins. I don't know if he's any good anymore, to be honest, but. Um, no idea. I mean, you have yeah. Jerry Tillery. Well, you don't you remember? Want he was Ellis pretty back? good back in the day. Or not back in the day, but Sheldon Rankin the from the Jets might be someone you could get for cheaper. I think mm. Michael Brockers like getting like eight million dollars a year last year. I feel like he's he's got to fall off, right? I don't know. That seems like a lot for him. Oh, but but he but he can be a knickerbrocker if he comes. What about Nadamakin Sue? Would you would you sign him for two million dollars like a year? I, I'd do it. <laughs> This is gonna be his thirty-six. Yeah, oh, let's Jesus. go. No, let's go. No, I, I'm, no, I'm I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they should throw a lot of money at at somebody in in the interior defensive line right now. I, I think they should go for someone in the two three million dollar range. Again, yes. it's gonna be you know a rotational piece. I realize you need it, but I think focusing on the linebacker spot will help you run defense a little more, yep. um, in my opinion, anyway. And uh, a. a a gelling of the uh, the leadership too between the secondary and the defensive line. Agreed. Um, with that, we'll. I know we were going to touch on the combine, but we don't have time. We can uh, hit on it next week when it has finished. Concluded. Yeah. Um, when it has concluded. Um, anyway, um, thank you for listening tonight, guys. You can follow us at BBU Pod Boys the Z on Twitter. Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to download the DraftKings app. You're going to use promo code TPPM when you sign up. And again, guys, check out NevinEyewear.com. Use promo code BIGBLUE for 50% off a pair of sunglasses. And have a good night. 100th episode. Thank you for being with us.